on to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh, board down. Board Uh-oh. down. Analog dog, dog loading. Dog. Dog. Um, it's- real cab Kramer loading, Sean. We're we're gonna be uh doing a little socializing later tonight. And guess what? I, I you know, sometimes if it's just beer and wine, we gotta be Ryan real cab Kramer. <laughs> so behind the curtain. Ryan, here. Ryan is just in full conference mode. He's got the suit coat over the t-shirt. He's been drinking uh Different t-shirt. Up to two glasses of, of wine per night. I had some whiskey too, sprinkled that in. <laughs> Shout out to me. I was uh, very tired. I was maybe a little hungover this morning. Yeah. Little uh we've been getting after it here in Vegas. Of course, we're coming to you live from the Blue Wire Studios in beautiful uh Las Vegas here at the Wynn. And uh we just we just did a uh, podcast with uh, Jared Smith. That was a lot of fun. We looked did an early look. At the uh, NFL Super Bowl odds for 2023, right around the corner here, the NFL Super Bowl. But uh, hey, we're getting back into basketball. Obviously, we're going to be doing a ton of college basketball leading into March Madness. Oh, but yeah. it is the NBA All Star Weekend this weekend. Perfect time to check in uh, with some of our uh, with uh, our guy Terrell Furman from the NBA Gambling Podcast, of course. Before we get to that, shout out to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's where you can go if you want to bet big, win bigger on the NBA All-Star game. They got you covered for uh Daytona 500 as well. They have a special uh deal going for the Daytona 500. Again, we did a Daytona 500 preview. Make sure you guys check that out. But um, yeah, it is a hundred dollar free bet when you bet fifty dollars plus pre-race on any driver to win the Daytona 500 and they lead the most laps. So a uh, fun way to uh, get a little action, a little extra action uh, this weekend, sports podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And joining us on the line, one of the co-hosts of the NBA Gambling Podcast, Mr. Terrell Furman. What's oh. happening, Terrell? What's okay? No, no, because you're not going to come and you're not going to ask me what's happening and throw me all the. I just want to go ahead and break out the receipts for everybody, so everybody knows what's going on and why I'm upset with these two and why I'm going on wow. strike. Because <laughs> since the Super Bowl, they have had a college basketball show. They have had. Oh wow, a NASCAR show. Oh wow, the Daytona 500. Whatever the heck that is, that must be so big. He's got oh notes. Sean. He's Wait. got notes. They even have, I, I still appreciate all these plugs. Basketball show, a basketball show. The people haven't even been drafted yet. They're not even in the league yet, and they're doing a basketball <laughs> show. No, not done, people. Because guess what? They even added an XFL show. That might not even be a league in two years. <laughs> they had an XFL show. They even talked about the Super Bowl for next year. And to throw it off, to even top it off, before they they had baseball Sean make an appearance on the social media <laughs> well, team that before was, that talking was... about the NBA. Do you see how they do us NBA gambling podcast people? Do you see how they do us? It's hey, crazy. So I got my Julius Urban jersey. Listen to that NBA. Here we go. NBA Terrell Furman from the NBA Gambling Podcast coming at you. Come on, come on, Terrell. You're, I'm going you're on a one-second strike. <laughs> I'm going on a one-second strike. 
All right. Well, can we? All right, strike right. silver. What's going on, guys? All right. So, happening? Terrell, here, here's what I would say. I would say that part of the reason that we have deferred bringing an NBA gambling podcast representative on was that we knew that you guys could carry your own mm. weight. A very successful show filled with oh, star see, now, personalities. See how they try to butter me up. <laughs> Look, they I, try to butter me up and make me forget that they had an XFL show before asking me to come on. It is true. Well, Colby is in our office, so it's hard to uh, ignore him. <laughs> uh, so, we, which we should probably retell the story to Terrell about how we're NASCAR sharp. So you yes. might be hearing more NASCAR after we went to the window last night, Terrell. We bet on a, a fifteen hundred to one uh, driver, Cody Ware. As soon as I placed a hundred dollar wager on this man to win one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, thousand to one the price drops to a Sean. As soon as Sean, Sean's now pissed off. As soon as Sean gets down a hundred dollars to win a hundred thousand dollars, the price drops to five hundred to one. So we are officially market movers. Just bullying the uh, sports books, NASCAR sharps. All right. Anyway, let's. You want to talk NBA? So you two are single handedly the biggest liability for the weekend. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Derek is just gonna have to mortgage uh, the the place if we end up hitting on these uh, NASCAR bets. So can we get like a proper uh, like a, a gambling report? One better. Oh, y'all did it at the Circa. Oh, yeah. you know yeah. it. Oh, why you do Derek like that? He's definitely <laughs> done for. We don't want to. Yeah, we really don't want to. A shout out to Derek. Uh, ran into him last night at the bar. Just fabulous gentleman and gentleman individual uh, at the very, very tip of the sports gambling uh, innovation that's going on in this country. So there's right, a, that's there's, all I got, Sean. Okay. That's all you got. Yeah. Well, we got a NBA all-star game. Uh, we got a, you know, you got the rising stars, the skills challenge, the three point contest, a mm -hmm. little bit of everything. Let's kick it off with the rising stars. We got team pow. Is a plus one sixty team Duran plus one ninety five team Joe Kim plus three ten or plus three ten team Jason and uh, that is let me see we got team Jason Terry Jason Terry oh love plus five hundred I mean Terrell my instinct on these type of things is always is to never take the <laughs> chalk and always always go after some of these long shots, but what are you, what are you looking at here uh -huh. in the rising stars game? So the rising stars game is a little bit different this year because it's more like a, a mini tournament and uh, you, you, your team can be out of it pretty and a lot of and G league teams. So you have Scoot Henderson who is projected the number two overall pick and would be one of the best overall picks to come out of recent history if it wasn't for one Victor Wembanyama that's over in French France absolutely killing it. So uh, that seems probably that's Jason Terry's team. They got the higher price, but it's really anybody's game. Like this is just pure fun. There's no real handicap. You Scotty, can look at Scotty, uh, you know Scotty Pippen Jr. of the South Bay Lakers. Yep. He's on uh, Team Jason Terry. Wait, is Scotty Pippen Jr. on that team as well? Yeah. Does Scottie Pippen Jr. have any relation to Michael Jordan? Any any, any chance Jordan was in there <laughs> doing helping helping Scotty uh, I mean, have a baby knows? too? Who knows? Oh, fun fact, fun fact that Scottie Pippen Jr. is technically a part of the Lakers, and Malik Beasley, who is smashing his mom, is on the Lakers. Oh so. wow! <laughs> a lot of drama, a lot of drama surrounding uh, the Pippen uh, Jordan. Didn't go well for Delonte West with LeBron James, so I, I wouldn't recommend mixing business and pleasure. So Scoot Henderson, as you said, he uh, got heavily recruited, but opted opted to go G League. 
Uh, what about like mm-hmm. Team Joe Kim Noah? What do you? They got uh, Evan Mobley of the Cavs, Jabari Smith of the Rockets. Yep. Any 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 chance we're going Joe Kim Noah? I mean, at plus five hundred, the fact that you have Scoot Henderson <laughs> on the Jason Terry team to me that's that's where I'm leaning right away. But what about the Joe Kim Noah team at plus three ten? Yeah, so they got Evan Mobley, Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, Jalen with a L-E. They actually have two Jalen Williams on that Thunder team, and they <laughs> both have a different spelling of their first name. And however, this is the one that has had a really, really great rookie year. He's in rookie of the year conversation. He's not going to win it, but he's in conversation. You have Jeremy Sochan, uh, Quentin Grimes over there for the Knicks, Jabari Smith, Jalen Durant. Jalen Duren is actually out, so Terry Eason is replacing him from the Rockets. I think that Team Joe Kim is a really, really good squad. When you talk about they have the rim protection that you need with Mobley, have three-point shooters in Quentin Grimes, in Jabari Smith Jr. Uh, Jeremy Sochan has been like a utility piece for the Spurs. He's had some really big games for them. And then Josh Giddy, the point guard that's able to facilitate excellent court vision, worked on his shooting in the offseason as well. Plus, he has his teammate there, so there's a little bit of camaraderie there. I think that team joking, they were my pick to win it all because I just thought that well, they, and they seem like a defensive minded team, right? Like they have some guys yeah. that can play Eason defense. Is a really, really good defense. Eason is a really, really good defender for the Rockets. Evan Mobley talked about him and how he's able to do uh, with rim protection, able to get blocks and just what he's done in the past month with JB Bickerstaff. They've really unleashed Evan Mobley where he's a 16, 17 point per game scorer. And he wasn't doing that in his first year. So uh, that's my pick to win it all. Just fading the chalk in team power. where Everybody's going to look at that team. And they have the number one overall pick in Paolo Bancaro. Benedict Matherin is making a case for six man of the year in his rookie year. Uh, Jayton Ivey, Scotty Barnes. Like there's a whole bunch of lottery picks on that team. So everybody's gravitating to that team. But if you want to fade the chalk, and I think you should, I think Team Joe Kim is the way to go. Yeah, and and as far as how it's played, it's uh, it, it's a four team tournament. The first round of games, they have a target score of forty. So once they get forty points, uh-huh. game is over. And like then championship, uh, it just goes up to twenty five points. So I think the fact that Joe Kim Noah has some defense, I mean, that, that to me is just it's tough not to like it at plus three ten. Why is anyone five to one? I mean, why is anyone three to one really? It's because they're the G League. It's the- yeah, I, I guess I, I, guess Scott, I get Scott it. Scott said he just picked Scott picked Team Powell. He went with the chalk and picked Team Powell. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, if you look at that G League team, yeah, they're in the G League, but these are guys that are hungry because they don't have another opportunity to play against NBA players and show that they can play on that level. So all of those guys outside of Scoop Henderson, um, they're fighting to get into the league. So yeah, I, I 100% would take a look at the 5-1 to one because if they made the championship game, I would not be surprised. Now, try, is this, is this a coward's way out Uh-oh. to take Team Joe Keem and Team no. Jason Terry with the idea of wait they're are, they're not playing each other in the first round? Do we know the bracket, uh, Terrell? Uh, let me see if I can find the bracket. They I probably think are playing each other. No, they no it is Team Jason. Yeah. No, they're playing each other. So it's Team Jason versus Team Joe Keem, and then it's Team Powell versus Team uh, Dura. So you're so telling me if I take Joe Keem and Jason, you got a team I'll in the finals. It, I have at least the team, a team that's plus three ten in the finals. Yep. I like it. All right, I'm I'm doing it, both. 
did we just unlock how to extract value from the rise? <laughs> I mean, it's a try hard argument too. I mean, what do we, what I do mean, we, nobody's talking about the rising stars challenge. So no, no, it's definitely we are, we are the best the way to extract value covering the rising and, stars and, challenge. And, Sean, just and don't so, let team Powell get upset. If team Powell gets upset, then you're looking at team uh, Darren Williams. And I mean, they're a good team, but Franz Wagner just out. So well, I just saw the still tw- in there for him. Yeah. And then once you get to the championship, it's up to 25 points. We've seen horrible teams, especially in the NBA, mm-hmm. jump out to early leads. It's a game of runs. Yeah. And and just so everyone like, who's like go to NBA handicapping point. If you're watching, shout out to you. This 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 starts in a couple hours, Sean. I think everything else is Saturday, Sunday. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, I, I just I don't see how you don't just take long shots in this kind of stuff. Throw darts. All right, moving over to, moving over to the skills challenge. We have team jazz at minus one twenty, team rookies plus one thirty, team uh Antetokounmpo. Plus four seventy-five. Wow. Wait, hold on a second. Nice job, Sean. Oh yep. My God. Just, just freestyled a team Antikakumpo. Oh man. No, oh, you, you went back. <laughs> One time was enough. Too right, much so, dip in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, team Giannis, as I call them, they obviously have Giannis. They have uh, Thanos as well, uh, his brother, right? And then um, the Nassis, <laughs> and then Alex. Thank God they gave him one easy pronounced name. And then Team Jazz, you have Jordan Clarkson, uh, Walker Kessler, Colin Sexton, and then uh, who do you have for? Let's see, the team rookies is their plus one thirty. You have uh, Paolo Banchero, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith Jr. of the Rockets. Now Javari Smith Jr. Wait, is this is this happening on the same night as the uh, Rising Stars Challenge, or is it a different night? No, so this is on Saturday. So everything else that we're talking about when you talk about Skills Challenge, uh, I believe the dunk contest was moved back to Saturday as well, and the three point contest, all of those are on Saturday. So the only thing that you have on Friday night is the Rising Stars Challenge and the Celebrity Game. To me, this is easy. Uh, team onto the Kumpo at plus four seventy five. Oh, Are you wow. kidding me? I'm all over team onto the Kumpo in this one. I, I, I get it. It's a skills challenge, and you know maybe the Jazz of the rookies are a little bit more skilled. But Lane Chalk are taking it plus one thirty. Are you kidding me? I mean, what do? You, how do you see so, this, Terrell? So if you look at these three teams, the only team that's done this before is. Team Antetokounmpo, like they did this last year. They were really bad last year, but they did it last year, and they ended up losing <laughs> out to, uh, I believe it was Team Cavs because it was in Cleveland last year. But now you have the Team Jazz and the rookies, and they haven't done this event before. So I think that just on a pure value perspective, you're already getting immense value on Team Antetokounmpo because of the fact of they've done this before. They understand where they messed up last year, and now they're getting a second chance by, from the NBA guys to come do this. I think that that four seventy five is stealing money because you're getting somebody who has experience in this event. I'm gonna go out on a limb and, and assume that all these rookies have played together on some form of uh, all star team, maybe national team. Uh, don't you just take in terms of collection of talent? Don't you just bet on talent? It's the NBA. It's like flag football, Sean. Everybody's talented. Talent. I mean, not not the not the extra uh, Antetokounmpo brother. I I I mean, come on, a little. Yeah, but this is his time to shine. I mean, (laughs) you know, you don't want to let down your brother, and you're actually you're actually representing your family name, your family creed. No, 
Uh, no. I, I mean, come on, team rookies. Are you yeah. really going to go it's hard? It's not like you're doing, and it's not like you're playing a game. Like it's not a three on three game. You're sitting yeah. here, you're passing the ball through some hoops. There's like moving hoops during one portion. You're passing through there. You're trying to hit a half court shot. Like you're doing all these other different things in the skills challenge that, you know, the best person doesn't win. Like Christos Porzingis won a skills challenge before. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's all about the try hard. Like you always got to just identify. Well, and, the and that's why I think, and then to, to uh, Terrell's point, like I think Giannis is actually going to try hard in this one. So yeah, I, I'm I'm all over team. And to he, he doesn't have a slow motor. The only thing that's concerning is he did sprain his wrist a little bit hmm. last night in the game, and he left hmm. the game early. Now, is it really something serious? I don't know. He's still in the All Star game. He's still in the Skills Challenge, so it might not have been that serious. And they just pulled him because it's the game before All Star. You don't have to worry about it, but. What you know about Giannis is he's going to give you 110% even when it doesn't require it. Let's oh, go. I mean, I'm I'm still betting on the talent. Give me the rookies. Moving over to the three-point contest. Buddy Heald plus 420. Uh Damian Lillard plus Wee, 470. Jason Tatum plus 550. Uh Kevin Werder uh plus 550. Lori Markinen plus 650. Tyler or sorry, Tyrese Halliburton at plus six fifty, Tyler Hero at plus eight hundred, Julius Randle plus nine fifty, and they even have over under um, for yep. these guys. <laughs> this is really yep. it's it's a true DGens only um, marketplace here. And for the we could start there. Yeah, for the totals, just so we're clear, max score would be what is it? It's four 40. times five, so twenty plus two times five, ten, so thirty. No, mass score is 40. 40. Is that because of the Yeah, so they have rounds? the Mountain Dew ball. They have the Mountain Dew ball. And so I think that's like a extra, I think, four points or something like that. But me and Scott did the math earlier. And so the max score anybody can get is 40 if they make every single shot in the three-point contest. Mm. This is different than than uh, the one that I grew up with, Sean. Oh, it, the times are changing. All right, so here are a couple of... Uh, oh, Julius, Julius Randle's <laughs> a power forward, right? Buddy Heald won it in. Uh, he did win in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Jamie Lillard, he went to Weber State. You know, maybe he, uh, he obviously he plays in Utah a decent amount. Lori Markkinen has the home court. Cat, uh, uh, I, I forget Carl Anthony Thomas won last year at plus uh, as like ten to one, which is crazy. Who are you leaning to here, uh, Terrell? My, I, I think you picked two guys, but what? What's your strategy? Or you sounded like you had a play on maybe on one of the totals. Yeah, so I mean, it's a lot that we have here. Uh, last <laughs> year, we did we kicked off our first round three point contest unders and took the unders of everybody in the first <laughs> round absolutely last year. And for the most part, for most years, those first round unders are really, really because of the fact that it's so much different shooting the basketball when you're pulling it off a rack rather than oh, yeah. somebody is passing you the ball. Like they have machines that pass the ball for you after you make a shot. That's how much NBA players are so used to catching the ball and shooting. And so it's a lot different pulling it off a rack. And a lot of people, especially people that are doing their first three point contest are just not used to uh, shooting like that. And then shooting on a timer like that. So first round unders have been good for the most part. They've really sapped the juice out of, these lines. So you have Buddy Heel <laughs> has the longest odds at 23 and a half points for his first round. And it goes all the way down to Julius Randle at 16 and a half. So that's one way to play the first round. Another way to play that we've uh, tracked is 
you have the money ball rack. So if anybody doesn't know, they have a money ball rack where they place it wherever they want. That's supposed to be their best spot on the floor. And they make all of those shots right there. And any shot you get there, you get double points. Well, everybody's line is set at over under three and a half on their money ball rack. <laughs> if we sit here, we look at 2022, how the field did in, on their money ball rack. You have Desmond Bain, two, CJ McCollum, one, Luke Kennard, four, Zach Levine, zero, Patty Mills, four, Cat, three, Trey Young, three, and Fred Van Fleet, two. Year before that, 2021, Steph and Mike Conley were the only two people to go over three and a half. Everybody else, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, so Jason I, Tatum, Jalen Brown, all under three and a half. So the lock of all locks is instead of playing their first round unders, we go Take the under play on their under three and a half on the on money, money ball. ball. All right. That is that is yes. And every ears. single person is plus money. Every single really? person is plus money under three and a half. Oh every single God. one. I love it. I so love it. worst case scenario, you get even and you're still making money. But how it seems like it's going, everybody just doesn't make their money ball rack. They're overly confident when they get to that rack and they end up missing. I predict the unders are going to go five and three. Nice winner there, Terrell. Uh, what about what about the contest itself? Who we, who we loading up on here? Marketing. All right, plus six fifty. I put a sprinkle on Julius Randle after last year. Mm, I put a sprinkle okay. on Julius Randle after last year, and the fact that. He just got into the contest like two days ago. And it's because Anthony Simons, uh, I think he sprained his ankle in the game and he was on crutches. He has a grade two ankle sprain. And uh, everybody's like, why is Julius Randle in it? He's not supposed to be doing this. He's not that. <laughs> da, da, da. Everybody, like the public just hates Julius Randle because one, he's a Nick. And so I'm, I'm going to sprinkle on Julius Randle. I'm going to oh, take yeah. the hometown angle with Laurie Markin yeah, at plus 650. It. And the fact that, you know, one, he's been really, really good from three this year, like really, really good from three this year. So I expect to see him come in and show out for the hometown fans. He's in it for most improved, one of the people in it for most improved this year. And then finally, uh, just for a little bit of chalk, I kind of going to go Dame Lillard here just because of the fact that this is a year without Steph and Dame just can't win anything. Like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for my guy because it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a three point contest. It could be a game. It could be a playoff series. It doesn't matter. Dame's just not winning right now. So I think if he sees the field and he sees the opportunity to get a championship of any matter, he's going to take that opportunity and go kill everybody in a three point contest. So I got a little bit of chalk on Dame too, but it's really anybody's game because you want to back the people that have done it before, and it's not many that have done it before in this contest. You have Jason Tatum, who's done it before. I believe Dame has done it before, and Buddy Hield has done it before, and they all have the shortest odds. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm just going to go with Laurie Barkadin and then uh, under on the money ball. Love those, love that angle. Eight under three and a half on the money ball. Wait, Kramer, what are you doing? Co sign the unders. I, I do. I mean, we, we went through a whole discussion about a three point competition. And we didn't once mention elevation. How, how did we do this? I, why not Paul just take flies it? farther? Why not take, is, the, take a couple guys? There might be a little gas. You know, these guys are gonna go out and find whatever club is somehow open in Salt Lake uh, the night before. And Lori Marketing, he's sleeping in his own bed. He, he's aware of the elevation. Knows how the ball mm -hmm. flies. Yeah. Again, it's gonna travel a little. 
those corner threes, you know, he's, he's like used that. to the, no, he's used the to rim, the, the stadium, uh, but I'll, I'll sprinkle that with you. I'll also take Julius Randall. Cause as you know, Sean, Oh, you're a huge Nick suffering fan. Nick fan. Uh, uh, that's a Lynn Sanity shirt. He has on yes, people, it by is. the way. Right. Right. So you want to hear the, the show, story? Ryan goes, I'm going to put my basketball shirt on. This is my basketball shirt. Shout out to me. I got this on clearance uh, in the New York City, uh, probably Times Square area after he was traded to Houston. A very sad time in my, but that, that, I uh, will never forget those, those uh, Jeremy Lynn, uh, Amari Stoudemire. Two weeks. Oh. <laughs> the two weeks of Lynn sanity that oh. we had. It was beautiful. Who, I mean, is, who won you more money over a shorter period of time? Lynn sanity or Tim Tebow? Because Tim Tebow, uh, Cashed me a number of tickets, including money line on the against the Steelers in the playoffs. I was going to say that I that win comes to mind. Yeah, they were they're eight point home dogs. Demarius Thomas. This is this is before your time, Terrell. I but think, uh, I think you got to give. Oh yeah, before my time. Yeah. 100%. Well, you know, Tim Tebow, or maybe I'm wrong. I, uh, but yeah, I, I uh, yeah, let's. I'll be a homer. I'll be a Knicks homer. Julius Randall. All right, we got. Uh, Oh yeah. Well, actually, we'll do the second part. I didn't realize they they also have odds on advancing to the final round. Uh, any no. any uh, any interest on in these bets? To me, I think you nailed it with the under three and a half money ball. But what do you, what is your handicap on advancing to the next round for the three point contest? Any value in these guys? Yeah, like Kramer said, you want to think of Laurie Marketer just because it's his building. Keep it He's going with used him. to the elevation, playing all those games. Yeah, and. Then it's, I mean, Buddy Hield at minus 125, Dame at minus 105. It's really not any value. Now, you can parlay the advance to the final round stuff. So if you make the three people that are in the final round, you can have a pretty nice sizable parlay. But I think that right there, Kevin Herter's a little bit more of a, a three-point specialist. And I think that he would, he is somebody who profiles really good in this contest. So I think there's a little bit of value of him there at plus 130. But like... Jason Tatum, I'm not really interested in him. Julius Randle at plus 220 does have value, I think. But uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, those are just kind of new young guys that are, I feel like are here enjoying the experience. And I don't know if they're going to perform in a contest. I don't. So yeah. I'm not really too, too and, interested and, and, in the advanced to final round stats. I'd rather just take the winner. Yeah, I and, do think Randall to advance is the only one that's interesting to me just because there is a world where he does have that great first round enough to get him in uh-huh. and then, and then it's maybe tired. falls apart in the, well, uh, don't, in the don't, if you've ever, I mean, come on. Uh, oh, of course we're all uh gym heroes when it comes to basketball, but shoot shoot, if man. you go and just take 30 shots, you're, you're going to be a tiny bit tired. So you're telling me that at elevation, it's not going to matter that Mark, maybe market in a better bet to win it all than, than advance for that reason. These guys get tired. Yeah. All right, professional we, athletes. We got we got too, so. uh, we got the slam dunk, uh, and of course some other uh, picks here. But before we get to that, shout out to Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't signed up yet, over on UnderdogFantasy.com, I don't know what you're waiting for. Again, we are already drafting our best ball teams, and it's pretty sweet. They have super fun uh, daily games for golf, NHL, even season long stuff for MLB, where you're picking over under. AKA player props, uh, very fun and uh, daily, a ton of daily games as well. Uh, underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Use that promo code, get the 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Next up, we have the slam dunk contest. 
Mac McClung at plus 150, Jericho Sims plus 280, Kenyon Martin Jr. plus 290, Trey Murphy the mm-hmm. third plus 380. What are we doing here, Terrell? So I really want to tell people that Matt McClung's not going to win it. <laughs> but I mean, they put him in the contest for a reason. The NBA is trying to find any way possible to make this contest better. Any way possible. And the only way to make it possible is for the players to care more about it. Like the yeah. players truly don't care about it. And Matt McClung seems like he has that energy to care about it. Like it he see, had it, an interview yeah. earlier this week. It seems and he said like that, they, hey, I got two dunks. He said, I have two dunks that I know for a fact nobody's seen before. And so at that moment, I'm like, well, that's possibly I'm 250s intrigued. if he hits it. And I'm Matt McClung is really doing this all for the white men that can't jump. Like this, <laughs> he has all of them on his shoulders. Like they're all on his shoulders and he's putting on. So while I want to tell people not to take the chalk, I think that, you know, if you split up your unit between him and another guy, you got a pretty good chance of him being in the final. Uh, yeah, two two never before seen dunks like Terrell mentioned. Also has experience winning a dunk contest before. Won the 2018 Ball is Life All American Dunk Contest. Uh-huh. So, uh, Sean, uh-huh. that experience matters. Well, and you want to talk contest. about putting a chip on his shoulder? Kevin Durant go uh, was calling him out, saying, "No shade, but what are we doing here? He's he's in the G League. He's an outstanding yeah. athlete, but what are we doing?" Well, why don't you enter the dunk contest, Kevin Durant? I mean, come on. They're, they're playing. I mean, the stars don't want to. Everybody wants to see John Morant and Zion yeah. Williamson in the dunk contest. Why not? That's what everybody wants to see. But the stars don't do it. Like, I don't know what point in the NBA did it come where the stars didn't want to do it. And I honestly, I kind of think it starts with LeBron because LeBron kept getting asked every single year and he kept saying, no, 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 I'm good. And then next thing you know, a lot of stars are not entering this contest. And so. Uh, yeah, it's a little frustrating, and that's why it's downhill because all you see is people come in and doing dunks that were done in previous contests. Nobody has originality, and that's at least what Matt McClung has. He has a lot of originality, and it's going to go one or two ways. He's either going to go out there, be original, and kill the dunk, and he's going to get 50s all the way around, or he's going to absolutely fold, and he's going to fall <laughs> on his face, and he's ne- not going to make a single dunk because the dunks are too hard. And so... I, th- I think you, I think that I, if yeah. you split up a unit with him and then take you know, somebody else, hey, if Matt McClellan does fall on his face, I have somebody else. I think Trey Murphy is another good person to look at just because, well, a little inside of Trey, but I know some guys that trained him and they said that he does have a dunk package ready to go. Well, he's got Ooh. a dunk package. I, that's great. That come. It's part of your recruiting tape, right? I, I have a dunk, dunk package. package. It's not ready to go though. That's the only problem. I have <laughs> the dunk ready package. To go. <laughs> uh, it's just me, you know, well, and, and, dreaming about dunks. And uh, for the young people who think LeBron is better than uh, Michael Jordan, maybe we should start including the he idea is. that Michael Jordan actually competed in the dunk competition uh, as part he of the, the legend of Michael Jordan. So I'm with you, Terrell. Mac McClung. Uh, I'm just playing oh. that. What are you this doing? is like Sean betting on Conor McGregor. No, <laughs> no surprises here. Sean, wow, come Sean, on. He's, McClung, he's technically a 76er, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, the, come the, on. the best thing that happened well, to Sean the, the, today. The logic of him getting thrown into this thing late, they're setting him up for a win. The best thing that happened to Sean today was you leading off saying you also liked Mac McClung. So he didn't look like <laughs> just typical Sean coming in with his, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the white guy approach. I don't I didn't I did not see that angle. And 
Um, I'm here to just give unbiased. Tips. I think that, but I think I think he's going to get some points. Like I but, think they're going to look at Matt McClung and they'll be like, "Wait, how did you do that?" And I'm sure he has some stuff that has been done only on the street uh, dunk contests. If you look at some of the dunk contests that have been on TV and in Baller's life and all that, he's about to break some of those street ball dunks out. So I think that I, I really try to get myself not taking the plus 150 favorite in this contest, but I really can't see Matt McClung falling on his face unless he just tries dunks that are just way too hard for anybody to be attempting. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the game itself. Uh, a little different this year. They're drafting at seven thirty. The game starts at eight thirty east. Wait, no pre pregame oh. prep. How are they gonna get run some uh, no no three man we yeah, to warm gonna, up? Yeah, I guess they just do some impromptu layup lines. <laughs> now I know some of the starters are predetermined, but how how does that walk us through the whole picking thing, uh, Terrell? So. I don't know how the picks are going. I didn't, I never got confirmation that the NBA was doing this, but there's been rumors floating around that they are now picking the reserves before the starters so that the last reserve doesn't feel bad. He was the last <laughs> pick. And I'm just like, uh, he's last. Like which team mom is supposed to bring the orange slices to the all-star? Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I guess that maybe is, I, maybe it's John Morant's mom. I just don't, I don't know. Like they obviously are babying NBA players that are making millions of dollars. I don't think anybody is really crying that they were picked last in the all-star But you're an all-star. Like, you're an all-star. Like I, that means there's a whole league of people that were really picked last because they didn't make it into the game. But yeah, or guys you know, were actually NBA, picked last like myself who didn't make it <laughs> to, you know, varsity <laughs> basketball, var, you know, D one college basketball or the NBA. You yeah, don't need, un- unlike we don't Mike, need to worry about their feelings. Unlike Michael Jordan, when Sean got cut, he never had, had yes. that redemption story. Yeah. When I got cut freshman year, that was the end of the, uh, <laughs> the story there. Uh, they do have uh, the, the NBA is like the no child left behind at oh, man. very, very ineffective. <laughs> I didn't, uh, you know, of all the things that I thought Terrell was going to come to us today, I did not think we were going to have one of the, a a a, a, cri- a critical message about the school, uh, the public school systems <laughs> of this country. And Terrell is here to shape the young minds, which, and, by the and, way, and s- hot political commentary. As as a uh, as a as a parent, you know, I'm a man. I'm a jack of uh, what is it, jack of all trades. I don't know, know the saying, but I'm that. Yeah, I'm him. Just just I'm him. Now you can actually bet on who the first overall pick is. Luca's the big favorite and beads right there. I am I crazy Terrell because clearly some of this is less about strategy, more about feelings. Pick my friends, Lori marketing at 40 to one because of the hometown crowd. Is is it crazy to take crazy? Okay. No, you're crazy. (laughs) Well now do you know, like uh, I Luke yeah, is the odds crazy. on favorite. No. Is there any other bet we're taking on who's mm-hmm. picked first? Yes. Yeah, so assuming that they still do pick the stars, I'm pretty sure they're still going to pick the stars first. <laughs> no way the NBA is that crazy, <laughs> but uh, Luca is definitely somebody that Brian likes. I think so. LeBron is getting the first pick is okay. because he had the most fan votes. So LeBron is making the first pick. So you have Luca. I think that he's a good option if you want to take this market. The obvious option that people are betting and they moved his line is Kyrie Irving because I mean, oh. why not pick your friends? Why not pick the guy that you want to team up with and go win a championship with? So 
Kyrie Irving, I don't think Bron is going to look at Kyrie's name there, knowing Giannis is there too, and give Giannis opportunity to pick Kyrie Irving. So I think Kyrie Irving has value as well. And then, I mean, Nikola Jokic at this point is like minus 220 to win MVP. And I think everybody's just dubbing him MVP of the league for a third straight year. I can just see Bron sitting in front of the camera like, oh, man, well, I mean, it's this guy out here, you know, his team's number one in the West. Uh, he's two-time MVP, trying to do something I couldn't even do, three-time MVP. So I, even though the All-Star game is not a format for Nikola Jokic, I think that he has value at like plus 650 to be the number one overall pick. And if you look at it, take away the people that are injured, Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant. He, Nikola Jokic was one of Braun's top picks last year. Mm. And, and I would I would add the the Kyrie thing is diabolical. This is LeBron wanting a scapegoat for losing the all. He's gotta he's gotta take Kyrie first. Like it, I'm almost positive he's gonna take Kyrie first. I mean, come on, this is a guy who had a TV show about his free agent destination. He loves the <laughs> drama. What better uh, way than knows, bring Kyrie on the mean, team? We need a we need a LeBron working our uh, editorial over at Sports Game Podcast because he knows. He knows what gets the clicks and him selecting Kyrie Irving, but all of a sudden <laughs> be a little spicy play. So I wouldn't mind yep. uh, Kyrie Irving. I think at plus 300, I do think there's actually value in Luca because it, it opened up at like 250, and it's getting bet down to plus 150, which maybe the fix is, uh-huh. is already in about the game itself. Again, it's weird. You can bet on a game where we don't know the teams uh, who is on what team. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy. You do you, you just say you take Team Bron. Bron has is six and zero. Oh. He's six and zero oh when losing. he's picking these teams. He, he doesn't lose. I do mean, you lay, do you and look, the thing is, he doesn't even play that much. Like he plays maybe 10, 15 minutes max. He doesn't play that much. The team just wins. Yeah. So load up on uh, Team LeBron there. Well, and and what better way to showcase Kyrie Irving than for him to go hard and win the MVP of the All Star Game, Sean? I mean, is that what we're doing? We're gonna parlay Kyrie MVP with Kyrie first pick. Well, that I mean, with Bron, I do think with, with Bron wins the game. The MVP angle <laughs> is pretty interesting. I could make a good case for Embiid because uh, I do think he uh-huh. has he a little cares. chip on his shoulder. Well, he didn't. He feels like he got snubbed by not being a starter. I think maybe he goes off and and certainly in a game where like people are playing soft. Uh, Joel Embiid could really <laughs> crush people. No, I mean, imagine if, yeah, like if you're not playing much defense, Embiid could have a monster game. I think Embiid at MVP at plus six fifty is kind of an interesting bet. But what do you what do you like, Terrell? So I'm sitting at Donovan Mitchell. That's been my mm. person I picked. I got Donovan Mitchell back when he was like yeah. fifteen to one. Yeah, and it's the the home angle, like. I know Donovan Mitchell plays for the Cavs now, but he was in Utah. He started his career in Utah. When they got this bid, he was still a Utah Jazz and was expecting to play as a Utah Jazz in this all-star game. So I'm expecting Donovan Mitchell, who still gets love in Utah, to go out there and really kill it and put on a show. Plus, he have the guard angle where he can get to the rim. He can dunk. He can step out from three. like He can go crazy from three like Steph Curry did last year and go win the title. So... I think Donovan Mitchell, that's been my favorite bet for MVP. And then I've also sprinkled on uh Lori Marketing. Of yes. course. You know, if I have to take one home angle, I gotta take the other home angle. So yeah. Lori Marketing got a little bit of a sprinkle from me. And I wanted to get there with Jokic, but he has to he has to get a triple double. 
Like I, that's the only way I can see him winning this is if he has a triple double. Because this is just not an all star format. It's just not the format for him and how he plays the game. Like it's not really playing out the half court, slowing the game down. It's who can run out in transition, who can do the more flashy things. And when you think of Jokic, you don't think of a flashy player. You just think of a good man that ha- a big man that has really good handles and is able to pass the ball. Well, you mentioned triple double, and it, it. I mean, again, I think getting a triple double. Well, first off, uh, Russell Westbrook killed like the joy of the triple double, but. Um, I think, especially in an all-star game, it, it might be tough to get there. It does remind me of uh, somebody had a bit where they were talking about Ice Cube bragging about a triple double in a pickup game. Yeah. It's like who's counting rebounds and assists <laughs> yeah. in a pickup game? It feels like a similar. Hey, if you if you get if you get a triple double in a pickup game, that's like whoa. That's how you get. How a lot you of get, people don't even have you, double digit points in a pickup game. Yeah, how you getting ten rebounds and and ten assists? Like what do we what do you play into? Thirteen, baby. Uh, worth noting. Somebody's on the somebody's on the sideline just marking tallies. Like, oh, this person, oh, another assist. Oh, oh no, he, did, he, he had another. two dribbles. Oh, That's not yeah. an assist. Official score at the. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, we've talked it out. Honestly, I work, workshopped a lot of things. I'm all in on Kyrie. Kyrie Irving to try hard in a game that doesn't count is peak NBA at this moment. So like, Kyrie Irving will be taking down all the trophies. I'm going Donovan Mitchell and Embiid. Of course worth, you are. Worth noting, Donovan Mitchell, uh, when he played in Utah on uh, January 10th, put up 46 points, seven of 18 from behind the arc, 11, uh, 11, 11 nice. from the line. I, I'm just saying, he does seem like he has a 70 point game this year. Yeah, I mean, again, he has it in him to go off. He has the motivation and he has the talent. To me, that's the that's the winning combination. So Donovan Mitchell and Embiid, I think, are both uh, worth a little bit of a sprinkle there. Yeah, Sh- Sean, where can people find more of Terrell's fine work? Oh, you gotta subscribe if you haven't already to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Check them out over there. Doing a ton of other uh, shows for us all over uh, the network, and uh, make sure you follow them on Twitter at Really. Rel double underscore. Uh, where where else can people catch you, Terrell? Oh, you can catch me on Twitter, like you said, at really rel double underscore. You know, I guess I'll still be on the NFL gambling <laughs> podcast that that's going on. So you can find me over there. And WNBA Ooh. is slowly but surely on the horizon. I'm telling you, yes, it's twenty four seven. They try to make it seem like hoops ends, but hoops never stop. It's a twenty four seven sport, so we're it, always going to have something to talk about. Innovation of the year, uh, FSGA twenty twenty three, ESPN's women uh, or WNBA fantasy products. So. Yes, and we were saying we we had WNBA gambling podcast before that. Mm-hmm. We should have got the nomination, Rob. Ryan. Bullshit. Big gambling is out to get us. All right, thank you as always. Definitely out to get us. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Yes, wait, wait, what wait. else you got, Terrell? Last, Uh-oh. last point for the All Star oh. game. Total sitting at three eight eighteen and a oh, half. Oh yeah. Let let the game play out for the first quarter, first half. About let that total climb as high up as it can get. It's probably going to get somewhere in the three forties or something because these this team is going to open like this game is going to open up crazy, and then just come in and take the under. Because when you look at the second half, that fourth quarter is basically cut in half because uh, you have an Elam ending, which basically has a target score. If you don't know, if you've never seen TBT before, it has a target score, and that's how they actually end the game. 
It's not timed out. It's not fouls at the end of the game. It's whichever team reaches that target score. So that's really tanks a live total, like absolutely tanks a live total. So if you're looking to live bet this game, let all the theatrics and everything happen in the first quarter, first half, come in, bet the under, and then uh, you have a good chance of cashing that under before the game is over, honestly. Love it. That's a great angle because a lot of people, when they're betting the live total, probably don't remember that uh, Elam ending. So appreciate it as always, Terrell. Thank you for participating mm-hmm. in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Flag NBA is pretty awesome. Kramer, let it ride.